Hello, and welcome to worship. I'm so glad you're joining me today. Let us begin with the confession and forgiveness. God of all mercy and consolation, come to the help of your people, turning us from our sin to live for you alone. Give us the power of your Holy Spirit that we may confess our sin, receive your forgiveness, and grow into the fullness of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and of one another. God, who is rich in mercy, loved us even as we were dead to sin, and made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved. In the name of Jesus Christ, your sins are forgiven. Almighty God, strengthen you with the power through the Holy Spirit, that Christ may live in your hearts through faith. Amen.
the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us pray. Righteous God, our merciful Master, you own the earth and all its people, and you give us all what we have. Inspire us to serve you with justice and wisdom and prepare us for the joy of the day of your coming. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. The Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. For it is if a man going on a journey summoned his slaves and entrusted his property to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to another one, to each according to his ability. Then he went away. The one who had received the five talents went off at once and traded with them and had received five, the f- five more talents. In the same way, the one who had two talents made two more talents. But the one who had received the one talent went off and dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money. After a long time, the master of those slaves came and settled accounts with them. Then the one who had received the five talents came forward, bringing five more talents, saying, Master, you handed over to me five talents. See, I have made five more talents. His master said to him, Well done, good and trustworthy slave. You have been trustworthy in a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. And the one with two talents also came forward, saying, Master, you handed over to me two talents. See, I have made two more talents. His master said to him, Well done, good and trustworthy slave. You have been trustworthy in a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. Then the one who had received the one talent also came forward, saying, Master, I knew that you were a harsh man, reaping where you did not sow and gathering where you did not scatter seed. So I was afraid, and I went and hid your talent in the ground. Here you have what is yours." But his master replied, You wicked and lazy slave, you knew, did you, that I reap where I do not sow and gather where I do not scatter? Then you ought to have invested my money with the bankers, and on my return I would have received what was my own with interest. So take the talent from him and give it to the one with the ten talents. For to those who have, more will be given." and they will have an abundance. But for those who have nothing, even what they have will be taken away. As for this worthless slave, throw him into the outer darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Well, today I have a question for you to ponder. What does it look like to live faithfully while we wait for Christ to come again. What does it look like to live faithfully while we wait for Christ to come?
to come again. Jesus had told the disciples three times about his death and resurrection. When he told them the third time, he said, The Son of Man will be handed over to the chief priests and scribes, and they will condemn him to death. Then they will hand him over to the Gentiles to be mocked and flogged and crucified, and on the third day he will be raised. Well, it seems to me he was making himself very clear. But I also must remember, I know what happened. For the disciples, this was new information. This was something that had never happened before. Oh yes, people had been crucified. But what was this raised on the third day? And what could it mean? The disciples were understandably confused. As frustrated as Jesus was with these men, he also knew that he was telling them things that might seem impossible, and they would only truly understand when they saw it for themselves. Jesus, in our reading from Matthew, was concerned with how people would live their lives between the time he was raised from the dead and the time he came back after ascending into heaven. What would they do to continue to spread the good news about God and what God had done for them through Jesus Christ? This was the reason for the parable. There was a man going away for a while and decided to put three of his slaves in charge of what he was leaving behind. He gave each of them what he thought they were capable of taking care of in his absence. He expected them to take what they were given and find ways for it to increase in value. The first two slaves did exactly as the owner expected, and they were highly praised when the owner returned. Unfortunately, the other slave was too cautious and did nothing but hide what was valuable. It was not used as it should have been and was wasted. The owner was very upset. Each thought they were doing what was best with what they were given. Unfortunately, the third slave did not know what he was capable of doing and chose to not take any chances. Jesus was telling his disciples to take a chance. Use what I have given you and spread that knowledge to everyone. Jesus was imploring them not to let what they had learned as a disciple of Jesus fade once he was gone. The only way Jesus would remain in the minds and hearts of the people was for the disciples to continue Jesus' ministry. If they sat back and hid what they had learned, Jesus would soon be forgotten. What does it look like to live faithfully while we wait for Christ to come again? It looks like the first two slaves who took what they were given and went out and multiplied it. Jesus was asking his disciples to take what he had given them and go out and bring more people to Christ. Multiply what has been given to you so that there is enough for everyone. 
Somehow the disciples must have gotten the message because they did continue Jesus' ministry once he was gone. They didn't stop and wait for his return. They taught others so that everything they knew could be passed down. Now Jesus has yet to come back, but we know he has promised to do so. And so we know that day will come. We have been reminded in last week's gospel lesson to stay awake and be prepared. Now this week, Jesus is reminding us that it is not good enough to maintain things as they are, but Jesus is encouraging us to take what God has given us and use it to the glory of God. We all have been given gifts, special gifts that we can use to show God's love and mercy. Have you thought what gifts you have and how you could use them on a daily basis? Are you like the two slaves who took what was they what they had and what was given to them and multiplied it? Or are you like the slave who was afraid to show others what God had given him so he hid it away? Maybe you have convinced yourself that you have no gifts from God. If you say you have no gifts, how do you think that makes God feel? God made us each special. God lovingly gave us special gifts that we can use. We are not a duplicate of anyone else. Although we are each made in God's image, we have unique gifts that make us different from others. We all find our own ways to use those gifts, to spread the good news of what God has done for us in Jesus Christ. If you bury what God has given you like the third slave, you will accomplish nothing. What does it look like to live faithfully while we wait for Christ to come again? It looks like people who give monetary donations to help the poor. It looks like people who donate food to feed the hungry. It looks like people who build hospitals to care for the sick. It looks like people who sew masks to save lives. It looks like people who build homes to shelter the homeless. It looks like people who risk their own lives to save someone else. It looks like those who pray to comfort others. It looks like you and me who try to help those in need with our love and support. Living faithfully takes many forms. This is why God has to give us each so many different gifts. Don't hide what God has given you. Be proud of what you can do. Just like the two slaves, what you do makes all the difference to so many people. Your gifts are multiplied, and God will praise your efforts. If you hide your gifts, you will never know the joy that comes from caring for others. Be bold. Be caring. Be everything God has made you to be, and know that you do make a difference. 
We do not know when Jesus will come again. But we do know that he will not back down on what he has promised. So we wait. But we don't sit back and do nothing. We stay alert. We look for ways to bring more people to Christ. We support the faithful who become weary. We find ways to give each other strength for the days ahead. And most of all, we pray to God. We pray for ourselves, and we pray for others. Come, Lord Jesus. Amen. Using the words of the Apostles' Creed, let us confess our holy faith. I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, 
born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Longing for Christ's reign to come among us, we pray for the outpouring of God's power on the church, the world, and all in need. Lord of the church, ignite your people with the passion of your love. May we find ways to unify ourselves across ministries, congregations, and denominations, and participate with others for the sake of the gospel. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Lord of creation, we stand in awe at the works of your hands and praise you for the beauty of nature. Bless the earth and restore its integrity where exploitation has caused destruction. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Lord of the nations, sound forth your justice for all leaders to hear. Increase concern for those who are most vulnerable and help us to find ways to serve them. Be with all those in military service and their families. May their ways be safe and their homecomings joyful. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Lord of all in need, search out all who cry to you in distress. Send us as encouragement and signs of your healing. We ask you to be with all those affected by COVID, those listed in our bulletin, those we carry in our hearts, and those we name aloud. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Lord of the stranger, stir up in us the desire to extend love to those on the margins. May we find ways to learn from the perspectives of others for better understanding and acceptance. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Lord of the living and the dead, we give you thanks for all the saints at rest from their labors. Rouse us to live by their example and show others your love. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Receive our prayers in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior, until the day when we gather all creation around your throne, where you will reign forever and ever. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you, 
The Lord's face shine on you with grace and mercy. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen. Peace, Christ is with you. Thanks be to God.